is an indictment on the system that the, the men are this good and the women are down here. They have to be investing, and they are investing resources and money in it, but it's got to be smart as well. They've got to be seeing this as, as a major, major issue. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Half past seven, OTBAM, you're welcome on to the show. Oh, hot fun. Shane, good morning to you. Good morning, how are things? Happy Friday. Colin, good morning to you. Adrian, Shane, good morning. What's happening? Oh, this is, do you know, lots going on. Thank God for the Champions League. We've a suite of stuff to talk about at the top yeah. of the show, and we've a busy show coming up after that, of course, as well. But uh, the stuff we have to talk about, and you can jump in here wherever you want. Shane Long had some interesting, really interesting, and forthright things to say about the his, let's call it, Treatment under Stephen Kenny. Uh, Tottenham are the latest club linked with Evan Ferguson. Uh, we had Chelsea Leon last night in the Champions League. Really interesting game that Chelsea somehow, despite being a goal behind with almost the last kick of the game, managed to force a penalty shootout and come through on the right side and go in to meet Barcelona now in the semi finals. And Padraig Harrington, uh, lowest round of the PGA Tour for the last mm, two or three years, a 68 at the Texas Open and tied for the lead after the first day. So, whatever you're having yourself there, where do you want to jump in? Uh, I think we've got to go with Chelsea, don't we? Yeah. Come into that game, very, very late finish. Looked like Leon the holders were going through, 2 0 up in the night, and then a penalty. Was it soft? We started our pre show meeting this morning. Just, 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 just it behind it, the scenes. It, just it. behind the scenes. Was it soft? Lauren James had the ball in the penalty area. She was veering left out towards corner flag, had two Leon players around her. Was, I would say, I would say clipped. And then almost fell over herself and fell over. And when you look at it live from the wide shot, it looked like, no, that's a, almost a dive. Mm. And then you watched Oof. it in and you were like, oh no, it's a penalty. It took it's me 100% a, the penalty. It took me it? about 10 watches to, to realise that she had been clipped though. Because it, it looks like she kicks her own leg, but it, it, she, well, she looks to be clipped see, and then she kicks her own leg. I think once you see the slow-mo replay, there's no debate about it. it in Absolutely. real time, watching it real time, I thought, oh no. Because actually... In that split second before she turned that way, she was been like this. This, by the way, was the last second of uh, extra time. Yeah. So this was like absolute desperation stage Take for the Chelsea. They were yeah. uh, two nil down on the night against Leon, two one in aggregate, needing the goal to force a penalty shootout. Mm. And uh, when James gets the ball, she's sort of shepherded towards the, the end line. And I thought, oh well, she's absolutely bottleless, and there's, you know, they're not going to create a chance here, which had been the story of Chelsea's night, I must say. They were so toothless. They'd created plenty of scoring opportunities, but just not managed to really get the quality shot away that they might have done, particularly given who they have up front. Yeah, well, the way Arsenal should have you know, easily beaten Bayern, I suppose, all the chances they created. Leon should have done the same with Chelsea last night. In the first 10 minutes, the visitors should have been miles ahead. Like Chelsea were going into this game 1-0 ahead. But Emma Hayes said afterwards, celebrating the victory, the manager said Chelsea players just lacking confidence at the moment. They're not playing too well. So they had to really get through this. And it was all about perseverance. And how often do you see champions do that where they're not mm. really playing well in springtime and yet in summer they have all the trophies? I know we'll talk in the fire pit later about some maybe sporting phrases we don't like, but can a penalty be soft and also a penalty? Like, are they mutually exclusive? Can, can both things exist? Ah, uh, Well, time? there is a grading, but That's, equally it's yeah. either a penalty or it's not. And for me... Like ultimately, while it didn't look like that in the first viewing, mm. 
you know, once the VAR calls the referee over to have a look at the TV, you know which way this is going. Yeah. And like it was, it was a little clip. It was fairly foolish on the Leon defender's behalf because Stand her up. she actually just exactly just doing nothing. She was sort of half but, shepherding but away she from didn't goal even anyway. Really tackle her either, though. I mean, like it is clumsy. it is silly that it's well clumsy. Yeah, maybe like she got too close to her, but it wasn't even a tackle. It was mm. just you know, James' leg connected with hers. But it, like you've seen those penalties given so often these days, it went to VAR, so it wasn't given originally. Yeah. Mm. So you're talking a few years ago if Chelsea would have been out of the Champions League. I don't think any... people complain about VAR. Yeah. There was also a bit... Of, uh, the shithousery out of Leon around the penalty in extra time was incredible. So um, Ingle and um, uh, Mielda, who took the penalty in the end, did that trick of... Which I've seen recently, but I couldn't remember exactly who it was. Holding the where, ball. Where uh, Ingle held on, held on on to the ball as if... You know, to take all the heat... Kieran, Kieran Trippier did it for Isak for, at Newcastle. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then had the last second handed the ball over to Miel to have the go. But actually what happened at that point was the Leon players started encroaching into the penalty box and delayed the thing by another about three minutes, yeah. which was really sort of obviously putting the pressure on the penalty taker. But you managed to hold a nerve to bury it. But it, absolute shithousery on the... Yeah. And, and actually, Leon funnily part. enough, uh, another pre-show topic today was Phil Egan in the office saying uh, that that's exactly what we should talk about in today's fire pit is the increased S-housery around penalties. Oh, yeah. And how frustrating it is that when, that when a penalty is awarded that it takes so long for it to actually be taken and it seems to be... Are we not allowed to say the full expression, is that? Oh. Well, I just said I won one less curse wouldn't do us any harm. Mm. Wouldn't do us any You're harm. just not as sharp as you normally are calling my field this morning. What do you think, Shane? He's uh, a bit like... Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He's not quite... I, I don't know what it is. I wasn't yeah. It's just something, there's a slight edge. What's like, he's normally... He's, he's witty, he's sharp, yeah. he's yeah. intelligent... Smart, well, well. Are you, doing you know, work? like all of the, it just feels this morning. I'm not saying he's not, not still all those things, just 95% of himself. I feel like. oh, at 7.29 and 55 seconds, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to mention it. I won't even mention it. Oh, really? Because you've been banging on for the last 24 hours <laughs> about well, how much time tell, tell, everyone, won't mention it. tell everyone what we're talking about here. I won't mention it. Oh, it's up to no, you now. If you'd, no, like, to, if you'd like to mention it. No, then. the only reason, the only thing <laughs> I want to say, the only thing I want to say is that caffeine addiction is crippling. Yeah, it really, well, if, you, if you'd like to mention it now, go ahead. And I'm suffering from it right now because right. I'm I'm having to withdraw. I'm fasting until late morning. I have to get blood tests later on. I can't have anything today. And usually I'd be two coffees in now, or I'd actually be having a coffee as you, we speak. You'd be two in at this stage. Well, I'd, just, I'd be one and a half, I guess. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so not ha- great. Not what I'm saying. Like, this is not and, and what happens for the rest of the day? Are you, are you... One more after the show, and then if it's really bad, if and I have loads on. Another one ah, stop! That's well, that's four. doing you no good. At that's it. No and these no. are all machine. Like these, there's no like uh, there. none of your Nescafe Braeburn sort of coffee. Brayburns, yeah, yeah, full on coffees, yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I, I love Brayburn coffee, obviously, but uh, four of them is a is a whack. I had a conversation there with Johnny Ward, who everyone would be familiar with out there, um, often on the show, and he said there's no such thing as having too much coffee. He believes mm, that's not true. Now, Johnny Ward is he's a, he's a loose guy, like you know. But that's I, pretty. I, like, I mean, I don't want to. I like, uh, I like sometimes I like his ideas. I used know? to work with a chef, like Tom Monaghan, who won't, won't be named, but he he has uh, used to take like maybe twenty twenty five cups of coffee. Nevin McGuire. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> we'll call him Ed McGuire. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, that's too obvious. Nevin M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know how people do it. Yeah, two, yeah, two max for me in a day. Two max. Two max. Well, before I took this job in this company, I was one a day. One a day. You know what I mean? Wow, so I've increased my consumption four times. There's a lot to be said for a, ca- for a, green, a peppermint tea. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Green tea said. is apparently a very good substitute. Is it? Yeah. Now, I haven't read the comments yet. Are there any comments? But I can feel people are either going to be very on board at this conversation. Or move on. Want us to go back. Oh, I'd say, I'd, nobody's coming together, which is a sure sort of um, oh, that's, sign that's, that's that nobody the worst sign, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dara Tool says that he can't wait for me to answer everyone else's questions uh, once the answers are given in the crappy quiz later. Thanks for your support there, Dara. Actually, <laughs> what, you'll, what you'll find is what I've taken to doing because of um, people like your good self, Dara, I've taken to writing the answers down so that I can enter. No, I actually had it here. Um, it's going to yeah. be very, um, you know. I look. I leave the crappy, there will be a crappy quiz later on, and I'm not going to start pre-moaning about the crappy quiz. Mm. Um, but it's coming from a uh, genuine place, you know. Yeah. Oh, um, McCarthy has a good slot for it. What he says off the brew. Oh, it's not like bad. It. Don't know what it is. It's like partridge in the pear tree. Oh, well, Don't know yeah, what it is. Exactly. Yes, well, yeah, it's a good go. name though. That's not bad. No, we'd yeah. load the sport. <laughs> Superb penalty under under severe pressure says uh, it, 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 yeah, we actually haven't talked about the penalty itself. Her two penalties both in the shoot in the shoot both same side, different heights, but I mean to go top left in a ninety or sorry, five minutes into additional time and extra time in the Champions League quarter final. Um, it's incredible. I feel we should mention Shane Long as well. Yeah. Um so we'll do that. For anybody this sort of emerged out yesterday evening that uh, Shane Long had been speaking on the uh, Kay and Ash share your voice podcast. Uh, Ash, uh, sorry, Kay being his wife, Kaylee, and um, he sat down for a conversation about the end of his days with Ireland and how all that uh, has apparently unfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, strong, aren't they? A lot of stuff. Very, very strong words, and he talks about um, the critical of Stephen Kenny and his man management around this, which I would have always thought seemed to be come to the fore as um, mm. one of his really strong, his strong points and there's simply a lot of logic look at you don't know what's going on uh, behind the four walls of course but um, he says that he uh, Stephen Kenny had a really good idea to bring himself Darren Randolph and Seamus Coleman in and present jerseys to some of the newer players who had arrived into the squad um, and he thought this was a really nice touch and as they came in uh, they were Darren Randolph presented his jersey to Cuevin Kelleher Seamus Coleman presented his jersey to John Egan or no uh, O'Shea and these were like high numbers yeah. so they were like squad numbers and then uh, Shane Long was asked to present the jersey to Adam Eda, which he did and then opened up the jersey and it was number 9 and Shane Long feels very strongly that this was not uh, you know you have to work he had to work to get the 9 jersey off after Kevin Doyle retired and now you have to Adam Eda should have had to work to get the jersey off him and that there was no conversation around it in advance and he was fuming he said it was late in my Ireland career so obviously when you come into the ranks you get a high number and then he talks a little bit more about that where was the strong stuff particularly towards the end wasn't it this here Uh, Stephen Kenny called me into the squad Um, I had a little speech saying how proud I was to make my first appearances when he was uh, presenting the jersey to Adam Eda just introducing them to the team which I thought was a great idea um, and then he mentions Coleman and Dar O'Shea and then I stepped up it was Adam Eda. I was delighted because he's Cork City he's a bit of a culture like myself a young guy big potential I gave a speech I held up the shirt and on the back it was number 9 I remember just handing that jersey over and I just wanted to storm out of that room if it was a club level I would have left that would have been me gone I didn't want to take away from Adam that was uh, a manager making a statement I rang Kaylee. she was my sounding board and she was raging as well Adam hadn't made an appearance for Ireland he hadn't earned that shirt um, it was a traditional way you had to earn that number in the squad and to have it taken away handed over like that was embarrassing and degrading I spent so many years trying to earn that number it was uh, one of the lowest and I didn't want to take away from Adam went straight to the kit man and asked him who picks the numbers and he said the gaffer that's, it's that bit about been uh, embarrassing and degrading. 
very strong. I can see I can see both points of view here. I understand that footballers have egos and, and for a player of, of Shane Long experience, wearing the number nine jersey probably meant a lot to him. As he said there, it meant a lot to him to get the number nine jersey in the first place at international level. But I, I kind of I'm kinda of thinking just you're an experienced player, it's a number on your back. Get on with it. Just get on with it. Forget about it. Mm. It's not that big a deal, really. I understand the strikers have egos especially. I do understand that. Um, but, I mean, Stephen Kenny did that for a reason. He obviously knows Adam Eda's personality as well. Maybe that he'd get a kick out of wearing the number nine jersey and maybe that might push him forward. I don't know. But I think for, for a player of Shane Long's perspective, whether you're wearing 17, 99 or anything in between, like it doesn't matter. Just mm. get on with the game and get on with playing in the squad and being an experienced member of the squad. It sounds like he did that anyway and he, he parked it and said, I'm not going to let this ruin my international career one person. So I think Shane Long had the right attitude about it, but the number on your back doesn't really matter. When did international players start getting squad numbers? Well, I think they do but at, the, at the outset of a camp. No, I mean, they do, but when did that start? Because mm. this, this wouldn't be an issue otherwise. Cause, um, it used to be 1-11. to 11, it's, not like, that recent. it's not that recent, is it? No, it's not that. Yeah, but I was just wondering, there, were, there was a time because if you look at 2002 World Cup, Damien Duff wore number nine. Mm. for that tournament yeah. it was very unusual for mm. an out-and-out winger as he was at the time to play number 9 he did play up front in the tournament but he eventually got number 11 but it used to just be your starting 11 and then whatever was left over for the subs mm. so this is the problem when you start giving people squad numbers yeah. and also you have to be really careful about who you choose as your number 9 internationally was Shane Long ever the proper candidate for number well, 9 he, he did say that players covet their numbers which I wasn't aware of well, Vinnie, so, so Vinnie, you have to take that as red yeah, right? so that's the thing that's just the thing. So we've established that. And in that context, like I certainly take what you're saying, Shane, but I also think that Shane Long has proven over a long number of years to be a pretty honest broker and like yep. not one of these guys I think like you say, like of good character I think might yeah. be what you would uh, how you would describe that. So I almost sort of I certainly my initial reaction was, Oh, is this such a big deal? But then I just thinking about it a bit more, coming from an honest broker, he's obviously felt extremely hurt by it. Was Stephen Kenny using it as a, as a motivation? Mm. If he was, would you not sit down with him afterwards and go, listen... Or beforehand and say, this is a, the number I'm Well, giving. beforehand, you lose the motivation because then you're not delivering the hammer blow. But I, t- I do take that point. You could have delivered it beforehand. You could have sat down with him afterwards and said, listen, this is your message now. Is the, what's this, the hammer blow He's, he's taking your jersey. What are you going to do to take it back? The hammer and at that point, you've a fired up striker who's ready to go and you can't be you can't be catching him off guard opening up the jersey and seeing the number nine at that, that point that probably was, wasn't ideal that's yeah. why I think the discussion beforehand maybe is important if any Perth said last week he, he was annoyed or not annoyed he was surprised that Evan Ferguson wasn't given the number nine jersey in the recent window I think mm. he was given 17 Certainly against 19, Lafayette, he was wearing, yeah. or 19, 19 sorry. Yeah. And Vinny was kind of bringing that up as a, as a as a potential talking point. either the number Well, it's pressure, you see, that's the thing. That's pressure, yeah. again, from a Stephen Kenny point of view, you're thinking about what number I'm going to give him here. It's a bit of pressure if you give him the nine jersey, because like, if he needs to be dropped in a couple of games, then suddenly it's... Mm. We obviously felt Ida was deserving of at that time. Yeah. So it, Evan Ferguson, I mean, is, is clearly deserving of whatever jersey he wants. Mm. I would, numbers are definitely pressured, or, sorry, uh, precious to elite players, because Edison Cavani was number seven. Manchester United in his first season at the club and then Cristiano Ronaldo came back and he was given number 21 Yeah, wasn't happy with it it's a status thing it's not actually the number oftentimes I would say and in Shane Long's case it's his position in the Irish squad and starting lineup was precarious and he probably felt that going into that camp anyway when he was going to do this presentation for Adam Eda, he was probably still thinking geez, am I even going to start here with all these players coming through and then the number 9 jersey switched over the other way to look around it is is Evan Ferguson upset that he's not number 9 no yeah I, I would doubt it. Yeah, but at different points, you're 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 a different 
person at the end of your career. Like he's saying himself, it was the tail end of his Ireland career. His days were coming towards an end anyway. He was going to be, I mean, I'm, 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 um, Projecting a lot of words here, but like he was going to be a bit of a bit part player, wasn't he, for Ireland at that point? That but he still, Shane Long could still come in, back into an international squad. No, I'm, not it's sure, on, it's on, I'm not sure. Well, no, but Stephen Kenny left it open. I think you know when he was I last. I think after those it. words, now that feels like this feels like the possibly no return. But I mean, I mean but and like you know, I'd say from Shane Long's point of view as well, he's probably looking at a lot of those players that come in. Is he? Is he probably looking at that going? Am I not at least as deserving a place here as whatever? Like. You know, yeah. some of the players that have come in there. Yeah, and I, I do understand it from Shane Long's perspective, and I'm kind of surprised by the emotion of the quotes. But mm. I, as in, like that he went ahead and said that. So I suppose like it's a comfortable setting in a podcast, and you're going to say what you really feel, which is that that's the greatest thing about the emergence of podcasts. You really actually do hear from players mm. what they think. But like he was very much as part of the Irish setup for the previous couple of years before that happened. Yeah. So I understand it from his perspective, and yeah. it was a vulnerable position that he was in. Like, but. For Stephen Kenny, it was interesting. And I, well, I suppose we'll never find out really if it was in I his time a challenge to Long. He will get asked. Or was it like, I, I'm disregarding you. I'm disregarding you. He will get asked about it. There's no question. And I do get the, like, there is a status thing amongst players, you know. Yeah. Like, when he says embarrassing, I'm sure he means embarrassing uh, amongst his teammates who are all looking at him going, in his mind, oh, but that's your jersey. And now you're literally handing it over to somebody else. So I do get that there is a little bit of, do understand that uh, quirky kind of, captures it here he says I don't think Shane Long would have minded if Kenny had explained beforehand it's not about ego it's more about communication and culture well he would have minded he said that in the quotes he would have been raging but at least he would have had time to process mm. there was the video that was last year of when Koulibaly was joining Chelsea of him ringing John Terry, John Terry and yeah. going can I wear the number 26 because nobody had worn the 26 since Terry had left and it was like can I please wear it and Terry gave him his firm blessing that's right uh, so there's a little bit of pomp and ceremony around the numbers that's right for some people and obviously the number 7 jersey of teams like Liverpool and Manchester United has historical yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of number 7 this obviously lends itself to odd numbers and uh, unusual players Jamie Damican, who starred yesterday with the GMAC request of course come in again today with Cheers another that, belter Jamie. appreciate that Matt Doherty wears number 7 which is a crime against squad numbers that's true uh, then you're getting to we're, William Gallas is number 10 for Chelsea Khaled Boularouz anyone remember him yeah. for Chelsea number 9 but it, that, kind of, that, kind of excites, Steve, that kind of excites me. Number That's, nine. Who cares? Pretty interesting. So you don't care? No. So why does Shane Long? Because I, his teammates. Yeah. His teammates. It's, so, it's not the number. It's the... I like, you know, like I'm... And his vulnerabilities thing. My birthday's on the 21st. Of, so I, I, I used to like wearing the number 21. I used to, or I like, I used oh, to like okay. players wearing the number 21. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then you wouldn't mind if it didn't become the 21 because it's not like a yeah. status thing. Exactly. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.